When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 685 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by the dynamic duo of Ben Funky Askren, James Dean Raider. We are here, and we've got a world final happening right now. Emily Shilson up 2 oh, let's go. If you uh, if you decided to sleep last night, um, strangely, you may not know that Kennedy Blades is in the world finals. Um, she was the only U.S. American on the day to 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 make the finals. But we have three going this final session: Emily Shilson, Amita Lore, and um, Kylie Welker. Yep. And she's got a trap on. We did have oh oh baby oh nice oh this yes. might this might be over. She well you know Shilson. Pinnacle, parterre offense. That's yeah. eight. Two more will do it. I thought that should be ten L. They might not have counted one of them. Maybe not. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. World oh, champ, junior world champion Emily Shilson. How about it? So that's a good way Wait, to start the show. Did she not get scored on the whole? Did she not get scored on the whole tournament? She she won her. That... Yes, she did. She was down four zero in that one mm-hmm. match, and then she uh, she came back. But other than that, that was the only match i saw where she was really challenged look at nice um you Smile, also Emily. failed to mention she's in her <laughs> you failed to mention today uh we had two others in the semis uh they both lost in the semis which means they'll be wrestling for bronze tomorrow uh we had karina blades and uh, i hope i say her name right jaslyn gallego gallegos yes so they're both in bronze tomorrow yes yes so that's great so, Karina actually, she had a crazy match to make it to the semi. She was down ten to one, and then had to dress her dump to uh, make up the fall, which we have a clip of if we want to yeah. run it. Yeah, well, this Coles commercial rules. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's back to school time. All right, fine. We'll show the dresser dump. There, <clears throat> down ten one. Nice. That was pretty sick. So Mike Karina's cool- super young, isn't she? Karina, she's still kind of eligible. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because I know she's still kind of eligible. I don't know her exact age in years, but nice. she is still very young. Nice. So good, good start on the session with uh, Team USA. Let's uh, let's continue though. Um, Go for we it. got more entries into World Team Trials. This is, and I just kind of had. These brackets are so ridiculous. They're so insane. It's it's yeah. like we're getting two. Think about this. We're sort of getting two Olympic trials level tournaments in one year because Whoa. we're having two six. Well, hold on. Think about it. Think about it. Save four Olympians and Spencer and a, and a handful of others. Everyone is in. Everyone's doing it. Everyone is is competing here for for these spots. 
Almost it's the, co- the concentration of talent is insane. So there's only a, a handful of guys that are not that are not competing. Well, I, I would argue that it's it's like the Olympic trials, but but the Olympic trials and this tournament are both double of the world trials because the world trials you have everyone spread over ten weight classes. Obviously, the Olympic trials shrinks to six. This, of course, is also six because you have four weight classes who are out. It's just we're seeing different pairings because usually you don't wrestle 70, 79, 92. And now this time you're not wrestling 74, 86, and 97. So we're seeing things shake up kind of a little differently than it usually does. But there's six being competed, six Olympic trials, and in a regular world trials, there's 10 weight classes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but the, if you look at how much talent is concentrating to these six weights, it's, I mean, it's, it's better than a lot of world team trials years in terms of the depths of some of these brackets, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. But the Olympic trials is six and six weight classes there, six weight classes here. So you're essentially getting the same amount of people, unless you're saying people did chose not to wrestle at the Olympic trials. No. Yeah, exactly right. Telegraph. Uh, obviously, obviously some people... Yeah, a few people. Who is back? Not very many. And might get the number one seed because he was the last 61 kg world team member. Yeah, it's and it's interesting uh, there. Was seeding. He seed, was the last 61 kg world team member. Yeah, but well, well, how much? You know, you got Vito and Dayton in there who were you got an Olympic trials finalist from this year. You got Dayton, below. I know. Third. I'm playing devil's advocate. There, but. There's a chance that he's the one. I mean, to me. It, if we see how they seed 70, we'll see how they seed 61. Because it's a similar thing with James Green. It's like, okay, this has been the man at 70 for since 2015, basically. But how do they, you know, he was at trials at 65. And he didn't outplace, you know, Zane or J.O. Or, or all these other guys. But at the weight, he's been the guy. There's also the wrinkle of Alec Pantaleo beat him last. That is a, that is a wrinkle. That is a wrinkle. We will need an, we will need an ironing board to figure out all this stuff. So, I I'm not sure how how they're going to see that. I think Graf may might be the one. Um, I think I think Kozak should uh, do one. We have this fancy new uh, big screen thing that you can do videos on. We need him to do his like seating projections for some of these weights because I I think it's going to be fascinating. And um, looking at looking at 79. Man, it's uh, we're we're gonna learn a lot about what to expect from Jordan Burroughs moving moving forward, right? Because we've seen him, we've seen him in a couple different settings. We've seen him take super matches uh, up a weight where he's looked good, right? And we've seen him at tournaments down at weights, like we've seen him uh, like when he lost to Chimiza, but at down a weight. How is he gonna look at a really tough tournament up a weight? Is he going to be the the dominator that that? blows most guys out of the water and then he'll have a, maybe a close final or something or is he going to be in tight tough matches from from the quarters on and is he just going to be relying on his grit and guts because you look at if you, uh i don't know if we can send this where's this list? i'm trying i'm trying to find this list i, I pinned it on my twitter but it's also on the oh. site and you just search world team trials it'll be the top okay, article got it and then uh, I, I, my initial feeling uh, is that there's very few of these guys who are going to give Jordan Burroughs a highly competitive match as we haven't seen Jordan Burroughs in a ton of highly competitive matches. You know, I mean, I think his final two will probably years. be very competitive. I don't think, like, Ringer is 
really below Zahid or uh, David Taylor. Um, well, yeah, he he's he's well below David, but like not far enough to where it's yeah. not going to be a close match. Jordan Burroughs lost to David Taylor. I'm saying the gap there isn't no, enough where Jordan Burroughs is going to blow Ringer out of the water. There's there. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a huge difference between the drop off between David Taylor and Alex Daringer. I think is. I I think yeah. if they wrestled, it's it's probably close to a technical fall. Yeah, I mean after uh, after after what we saw last week, that's not. Yeah, that's that's pretty easy to believe. Man, how about these brackets? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Damn, like sixteen people. Well, I, this I don't know if this is even the entire list. These are like the kind of the notable names. No, this is the entire list. Okay, it's the entire unless list. it more got did added they widen this morning. the. Did they widen the criteria of ability to qualify, or is it just because that last tournament? It's was a kind little of widened. Yeah, because the Olympic trials was kind of like kind of really hard to qualify for, so you ended up with it's like a normal world team best. trials qualification. Whereas it's more know, similar to what it's compared to. Yeah, the okay, bottom so, guys at seventy nine are kind of. But it's also like the world team trials. You have the challenge tournament now, and then you go to final X to wrestle. Yeah, best two out of three. So. Listen, apparently, and, and you know, I kind of laughed about Downey. He's actually really going 79 kilograms. This is like not a typographical error. He meant to type 79. I thought, I mean, I didn't really consider him because he hasn't wrestled uh, below 184 pounds since 2011. So I figured he's probably going 92 if he goes at all. But he's yeah. this is an actual intentional thing that he's, I'll say committing to. Um, but he he's there, so he has to be considered in in the in the overall scheme of things. And you you think about someone like all right, think about Burrow's path here, and you look how deep this weight is. So he's gonna be the top seed. <laughs> is he gonna have a? Is he gonna have a Downey, a Hayden Hidley, a Luhan in the quarters in a round of sixteen type of match? Do you see those guys being competitive with Jordan Burrows? Um, I think I think Hayden Hydley's no picnic in terms of what he'll have to do to 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 beat him. I think I think it's like yes, he will win those matches. If I, but I just don't see him. I don't see him ten owing his way to the finals here. I think it's gonna be a really really tough test from you know potentially yeah. quarters on. I'm, sure, I'm, maybe I'm not guaranteeing a, a 10 ten o or anything, but I just think it'll be one of those like. Very control. It's we're not talking four three. It's not going to be. Uh, oh my gosh, you got to take down at the end to win the match, right? He yeah. he went four to four with the Olympic champion at the next weight class above this. Um, so I could see maybe I'm not guaranteeing a ten zero, but I could see a eight two, eight one, ten ten two, something that, like something yeah. that's not really all that close. I could also see a ten zero. Like that wouldn't be all that shocking. Yeah, I'm with you, Ben. People are gonna have a hard time. I I I think people are gonna have a. Really hard time scoring on him. Um, I'm yes. curious if he's going to be playing a, uh, just death of a thousand cuts until he, he kind of blows it open with some leg attacks and, and turns, but like a lot of step outs, control. I don't I, I think he's almost always the story to watch and the person to watch, but I, I don't know why this, maybe it's just me, but this, him dropping in a bracket this tough is, is really fascinating to me. And I think it's going to be a really, Different sort of challenge. We haven't seen him have to go through a domestic bracket like this really yeah. ever. And even in the 2017 Open, 
What was his path? Was it? I mean, I think he had Kevin Lavalley in the semi, uh, and he just tried to hurt I him for like recall. six minutes. But other than that, um, let me see if I can find that bracket. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, so he's gonna have probably uh, I don't know who's the four five. I'm very confused uh, how they're gonna see this because obviously like Evan Wick finished really high at the trials, so maybe it's like him and Nolf are the four five. I don't mm-hmm. think they're gonna see Staraki that high. Um, Man, I, I love Evan Wick and I love Jason Nolf, but I have a hard time seeing them beating Jordan Burroughs. Yeah, so let's let's look at this bracket. Our J, JD pulled up Jordan's path. He had um, someone called Jeremy Anderson, then Mike Moreno. Was he a roofer? Uh, definitely a roofer. Um, definite, possible roofer, tradesman. Dan Valamont, Kevin Lavallee, then Dake. So obviously his finals opponent will be uh, not as tough as Kyle Dake, but... But that path, Moreno, Valamont, Lavalley, it's going to be way tougher. It's going to be tougher than that. There's no way that. Um, sure. So I, I think that's. It's going to be. It's going to be. And how, what we're here, pull that up again one more time. I think that was. Was that one of the years like a lot of the really good guys went up to 79 or 70 because they knew Dake Burrows or 74? Is that what happened that year? What happened that year? Now, where was everybody? Well, I'm saying that that's what I'm saying. Um, so or was it one of those years where he didn't really have to wrestle in the open? I mean, there's been a few years where the open's been super down because they had a lot of other qualification criteria. Yeah, let me let me look at this. Um, okay. Senior men's freestyle, seventy four. So who did Dake have in the? I mean, and the other thing about it, he beat. Moreno four zero, and Valamont six zero. So it's not like he was even Burroughs. Burroughs did. So Dake Dake hmm. beat um Dake beat Daringer in the semis three zero. So I'm not sure who. Yeah, Chris Perry was in this bracket. Holy match. cow! Uh, yeah, I do too. So, I mean this this, this bracket is going to be deeper and tougher if all these guys make it. And yeah, how do you see an Evan Wick who was who was third or Jason Nolf? Um, Imar, it, it's going to be a, a real challenge. And I think you're going to get some wonky seeds because, you know, it's based on, you, there's Which, not as much of a common sense element that's, that's, yes. uh, that's allowable, right? Where Yeah, you're essentially, you're mixing these two brackets like this, you know, and you're figuring out how, how do you shuffle a deck? Because for some people, uh, maybe if they're too small, who'd be a good? Maybe Deering would be a good example of a guy who's kind of smaller for right. He wrestled with college court sixty five, kind of small for eighty six. So he's coming down. Maybe seventy nine is the right weight for him. Um, whereas like Downey or someone else larger, like seventy four one seventy four might be hard, and one eighty six might have been a more ideal weight class. And then uh, you know on the opposite, on some ends, like for some of these guys, seventy four is probably the perfect weight class, and they're kind of small for uh, seventy nine kg. You know, so it's like you don't know how that's going to factor in also because we, we always talk about how weight matters with James Green. James Green ain't the same guy at 65 as he is at 70. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably a, a world medalist at 70 again. And 65, he just it's not in the cards for him. Other than, than Downey, I feel like everyone here is really well suited for 79. Like it's, it's, a, it's a good weight for them. I don't think there's anyone – with a big pool, and I don't think there's anyone that's going to be tremendously undersized. I mean, uh, Wick, I mean maybe. Hayden, how do you think Hayden know. will do? What about Hayden? 
I think Hayden will be fine. I don't. I obviously w- won't pick him to win, but I think I love how I love that this guy can hand fight with these guys. He's really big and strong. I, I think I don't think he's going to be small for this but, weight at all. Just from a size perspective, he's wrestled only fifty-seven at college. Mm-hmm. Nolf obviously only wrestled fifty-seven at college. Uh, Joey Lavalle was only fifty-seven in college. So th- those guys, you know, would probably be your smaller guys. Whereas um, all of these other guys wrestled either sixty-five or seventy-four, or maybe in a couple other cases larger than that. Um, so I think I think those are the smallest ones. And I, and I think yeah. your your biggest night, your biggest eighty-six is one up to ninety-two, right? So you have right. Uh, Nate Jackson, who wasn't always big, but is large now. Uh, Miles Martin went up. Trent Hidley went up. Drew Foster went up. Uh, so you're having your biggest guys go up. You know, the guys that knew they wouldn't be able to go down. Yes. Um, a lot of questions if Downey's got – I'm looking in the Facebook chat. I've heard your – I've heard you. <laughs> I have listened. Plus 10,000. I would actually take that bet, Christian. I would take that bet. Uh, I don't know who that is. Um, I think it's also unlikely that uh, he's going to make weight. Brian, if you are a trustworthy individual and you want to be the house on plus 10,000, I'll bet you on that one. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> it doesn't say anything about what happens after he makes weight. No, just if he makes weight. That's 100x. So if I'm betting 1000 bucks, I, Brian's going to pay me 100000 Hmm. I'm taking that bet. Something tells me. All right, Brian, I'm sorry, but you may have to pay Ben Askren $100,000. If I'm making weight. You might if he doesn't do show up, is that a miss weight? If he does, he have to show up to weigh yeah. in. Yep, he's got to show up on the scale and be on weight. Yes. Yeah, making weight is mm-hmm. yeah is making weight. Mm-hmm. Um. So. So yeah, seventy nine burrows. I I think it's as awesome as the, all these weights are. It's like you have the you have the depth that these other weights have, plus this yeah. this legend attempting to like reclimb the to to the top at a new weight mm-hmm. for the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And it's such a fun weight class when you look at it. It's just there's so many good guys and you're right even the first round likely will have some pretty good like, you know, the 8-9, the 7-10. Mm-hmm. Uh those will be probably be some pretty good matches and then absolutely 1 through 8 or if you know if a few of the lower ones get upset, they're going to be good matches. It's, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I think you have the same thing at ninety two one through eight. It's going to be really fun. You might have a few good matches past that. Um, I, I think the, as I look through, I think those are the two best. Um, obviously, down low, you you know sixty one's a little deeper, but then sixty five is still a possibility. So you know up top you had seventy nine, seventy four, and eighty six are essentially squished. Uh, you know, they could stay at 65. The 65s didn't have to move one way or the other. Yes. Yes, indeed. So the the big news out of yesterday was Zane registered at 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, officially, we had said we thought that was the way he was going. He officially threw his hat in the ring there. Now, that that creates a real – this is a true seating conundrum. And I know a lot of people – What do you do? Heart- gun to your head right now. Gun to your head. Well, gun to my head, I think you got to have green number one. But if they said no, Jo was second at or Jo won this weight that many of these guys that are in consideration were were in in April that he should be number one. I wouldn't be totally upset with that. Pantaleo is an interesting wrinkle because 
Mm-hmm. He has the he has the recent head to head win over James, but James has historically won that matchup, and he's been the guy. He's got the hardware. I think they're just gonna say, "Hey, James is the one." Until proven do any otherwise. of these guys, other guys, have a win over James? And I know it wouldn't. I know it wouldn't have been at seventy. It would have been in a De- different weight class. Deacon, uh, Deacon beat yeah. James in twenty oh, nineteen twenty forever. That was ago. At seventy. Actually, I was shocked when that happened. Yeah, I'm very uh, shocked. Well, he like had it. And open. It was a crazy sort of like final X was not close. Though. Weird left. Yeah, he he yes. he really smoked him. Um, who has beaten? I mean, at seventy. I mean, Zane has beaten James Green, but not at seventy. Not obviously, at 70, yes. Green has beaten Jo at seventy. So Deacon and Pantelli are only the only two with a win over James at seventy kilograms. Got it. So you think James? I think Zane just is outgrowing now. And now, if we if we look at his path forward, uh, I'm assuming if he's still, you know, with these most of the guys, I'm assuming if they're still wrestling. They're going to wrestle through 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, is Zane going to stay up at seventy and then try to go to seventy four, or you know, because seventy is likely not going to be Olympic weight again? Uh, what do you think Zane's path is? I was kind of asking around about that to kind of gauge what people in the know were thinking, and they they think he's going to go back down to sixty five, maybe even after this this run here. But I really listen if he makes the team and and has success and even comes back with a medal. I know we're we're you know kind of a runaway yeah. train there of assumptions, but if he does that. I think he stay there. Yeah, get, get some stay on the team, get some medals, and then figure out what you're going to do. Solve 2024 and 2024. Now, the, the counter to that is, you know, 65 is such an open weight in America that if you can get on that 2023 team and medal, you just set yourself up so well for 24. Yeah. So maybe you go yeah. 70 this year and next year, and then you can come back down and still try to yeah. solidify yourself for the for the Olympic spot. But yeah. it's if you remember, after Zane's... So Zane made a, a world team in college, and then after his yep. senior year, if, if you remember, he was still like a, a, a runaway Hodge Trophy winner. But he, um, he kind of wasn't killing. Out. He wasn't quite killing people like he was at the end of NCAA season. Yeah. And then he he didn't wrestle, right? Yeah. He didn't try to mm-hmm. he didn't try to make the team. He took that time off, and I think the cut was a big part of that decision. Like it's it's not easy for him to come mm-hmm. down to, to 143, especially after holding 149. Where I don't think he was particularly small, so yeah. all that uh, in consideration, and I think it makes sense to not um, do it. So yeah, all that, I, I'm part of me. I don't know. As I was just thinking about, it, I was like, "Is he going to win this weight? Is he going to be the guy? Is he going to he going to make it happen here at seventy and get get on this team?" I kind of like that he's coming up a weight. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I think this is one of those where, though, I picked James Green until proven otherwise. I mean, he's kind of been the man at, at seventy, and it's it, it's uh, it is it does suck that he's he had to mess around with sixty five so much. You know, I mean, he spent such a large part of well, his first year was twenty fifteen when he won a medal, mm-hmm. and he spent such a large part of his career. Um, two plus years going, you know, moderating his weight, trying to get down to 65, trying to figure out how he's going to make it happen. As opposed to if he could have just wrestled 70 and just stayed where he wanted to the whole time, I think he probably would have a few more medals on his uh, resume. Yeah. For, I, I don't disagree. I'm, how long do you think 
it takes you from from holding sixty five to bounce back to be a true seventy. Do you think that's a you think that's an issue at all? For him, not long. Not long. He can't make. He so he struggles so bad to make sixty five. I think I think the answer is not long at all. Really, uh, anything. Matt, Matt Lewis asked if all mats be shown on flow. Yes, Matt Lewis, it will. All nice. mats, all sessions. Oh, and James Dean, look at oh now JD's in there. JD, I was like. I was like, hey man, you wanna you wanna you mind getting in just kinda like interacting or getting the chat, see what they're saying? He's like, I don't want them to have access to my personal Facebook. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, That's fine. No, they got you. They're gonna roast they you. They got now. you now. Yeah. I'm gonna they're gonna find all your uh all, all your, your old profile pics from back in the in the Carney days. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So some a couple I've seen a couple of questions about Yanni. Yanni is in, he's going sixty five. I think with no Nick Lee, it sounds like no Nick Lee because Penn State's registered. No Kirk Fleet, no Nick Lee. Starachi, the only. Yeah, you you were high on uh, Kirk Fleet. Now he's not even going to register. Yeah, I was high-ish. I don't know. I mean, you I were mean, thinking like, mean, hey, high? he can maybe make this team. Well, yeah, he could. He beat Mason, and you know, he absolutely. Why is could. He, where's he at? Well, it's. I mean, when you're in college, making the world team isn't the top priority. Like it or not, okay. I mean, we see it. We see many programs don't send world team contenders to to trials. We've seen it for a while, so I think they're, you know, it makes sense for Carter, I guess. But for Nick and Kirkfleet, I mean, for Kirkfleet, they're probably like, let's just get get and keep this guy healthy and get him through the season. You know, Penn State's going to try to win NCAs this year, and they're probably they're looking at. Heavyweight, they're like, eh, we could win heavyweight. We need to keep this guy healthy. Do you put him on a pitch count? I don't know, but he's someone who's had a a harder time staying healthy, right? Even yeah. he had the the ACL thing, which I I believe he isn't. He didn't get that repaired. I thought he did not get it repaired either. Yeah. So. Regardless, he's he's not the, the been the healthiest guy, so keep him going because when he's healthy and can fully train, he's going to be a, a a real X factor at at uh, at, at the NCAA level. And yeah, and I don't know why no Nick Lee, but Nick, man, it's like this would be a because you know the worlds are in October, right? So yeah, you're not you're not going to miss anything. Season. You maybe miss some November duels if you're not fully ready to go but i don't know I'm sure they, they have their reasons i was just as bummed if not more bummed about you no know, nick lee he took third at olympic trials at 65 only lost to jo who's not gonna be at the weight yeah and he beat yanni he beat zane mm-hmm. he looked good the, i mean the nick lee yanni rematch is one i i really want to see because that was a that was a it was just a totally like a shootout kind of match but nick look was just a man on fire I mean, would Nick be the favorite at that weight class right now to make the world team? He beat Yanni. I I, I didn't Charles, see that coming, yes. but he did beat him. Well, Joey has to Joey. Be discounted that quickly. He made the finals. They both had the same loss to Jordan Oliver. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think I think Joey probably kept it a little closer. He I definitely think. has more of a resume, like a larger. Joey. Senior freestyle resume. Joey does. He definitely does. Yeah. I think but Joe, the win over Yanni's big. Joey's a tough matchup for for Nick because he's so positionally like like Yanni will get in there and like really mix it up. A lot of exchanges and Nick could come out on top of a lot of those. But Joey really can is does a great job of keeping the match where he wants to keep the match by and large. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, to to me, sixty five looks like Yanni versus Joey, and um, you know, with, with no Nick Lee in the mix there. I mean, Ashnall at sixty five, Ironman Lugo. Now I'm kind of talking myself into into those guys. Certainly going to have their say. <laughs> They're going to have their say, but to me, Yanni, Yanni and Joey is, is how that weight looks to me. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Hey, this this uh, quote in the, the doc. I'm sure this is not what Keegan said, but when they translate Translated. to Russian and then yeah, it's back, translated it's, from Russian. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it so great? It's yes. It's Read funny. it. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Oh, well, you got you got to check the doc, Christian. Yeah, Rest Russ interviewed Keegan. They asked him about wrestling Sitikov. Yeah, and he says, "Of course, he is an amazing wrestler, and I dream of meeting him on the carpet. I love watching his fights. He is one of my favorites." Probably every fighter of our weight is dreaming of meeting him now, and I would like to have a series of confrontations at the highest level. <laughs> like, I just imagine, like, Keegan saying that with, like, his arms right by his side like this, just standing straight up and down. Is he talking about Sitikov? Yes. 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 It's yeah. So funny. Yeah, that would be... Oh, man. That'd be a wild match. Um, yeah, people... Oh, I saw a question while, we, while we're talking about Keegan... Someone said, hey, he was the best 157, changed my mind. And I'm not uh, – last year at, at NCAAs. Yeah. And I'm not – I think people are a little quick to discount how amazing David Carr was. I mean, he yeah. was the he was the kind of runaway third-place Hodge guy, undefeated, highly dominant. I mean, that, the season he has wins the Hodge a lot of times. And he just – you know, he's behind two just legends, an Olympic champion now and – you know, Spencer's going to be a four-timer. So I'm look at David's uh, season up real quick right here. Yeah, but he, he was he was really good. I I think sixty-five percent bonus. I would say most Hodge winners are above that by a, a decent chunk. Maybe. Um, I mean, he, it, yeah, it was on, he was on the field though. He, he had a great season, absolutely. And you know, I thought he would be challenged by um, Hayden, and obviously Deacon got upset prior to their meeting. So, you know, and Deacon had the win over him the year before. So I thought that'd be interesting. So I was kind of, I want to say shocked is not the right word, but I was thinking Deacon would win this. So I was really impressed by David Carr. I don't even want to comment. I don't like it when people all kind of comment on the thing after the fact and saying, oh, if he would have done this, it's like, well, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't at 157. So he can't be the best 157. Um, and, and he's never going down to 157 again. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, unless David Carr comes up, I don't think we're going to see that match. I don't That's going to happen. I mean, the, the idea of David holding 57 for his career, I think, I don't see that You really happening. think so? He's already yeah. been there three years now, Christian. I know. I I remember his freshman year, the Caleb Young uh, match. Caleb Young was ranked number two at the time. It was the duel at Iowa State. And I remember t- t- the cut was not fun for him. I was like, you think he'll be at 57 for your career? He's like, no way. So, I don't know. Yeah. That was then. You know, things can change. And, you know, <laughs> he was in the midst of a weight cut then when when yeah. we talked about it. So, you know, you're probably thinking, no, I'm not doing People this. People aren't in the, the right mind when they're cutting weight. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look at who's left 57 now, I mean, the only one that can really challenge him still is Ryan Deacon. And 65 is just so much deeper why if you're david carr and it, you know you didn't have to why would you why would you go up to make your life that much harder um 
And it's also one of those things I know with, with myself, like the first time I made 163, I was like, holy crap, how am I ever going to do this again? And then once I, my body got a little more used to it, like I made it easier. It was, it was never all that fun, but I, I made it easier and easier the longer I kept at it. So maybe it's one of those things where he thought he was going to grow more and he stopped growing and, you know, he's gotten maybe a better diet. And it's like something Jane Cox talked about is getting a better diet. And maybe, I, you know, I don't know that it is. I'm just surmising because when you spend three seasons somewhere, because now you know, he's been the redshirt year 19, 2020, and then 2021, I feel like once you've been that many seasons there, it's like that's a long time. And then to bump up after that is – I feel like it probably would have already happened. Yes. Um, so you you mentioned Keegan will never go down. Uh, how Do you see him as long-term career 74-kilo guy? Do you think he there's a chance he could grow out of that? I was going to say never, ever, Woody. And now, now – uh... I don't know, especially with the day of weigh-in, it's got me second-guessing that. I, I don't think so, though. I mean, he was trying really hard to get big this summer, and he wasn't that much overweight. So um, I would say no, but not impossible. One I mean, thing we'll that happened makes... to David Taylor, right? This, this is my thing, yes. So looking at Keegan, it's like, oh, look how small he is, and he's not big or jacked or anything. It's like, well, yeah, this is someone who – He's not fully physically matured, so like he's gonna. Yeah. I feel like there's more growth for for him to achieve, and maybe he'll just grow into a perfectly sized seventy four, and that'll be yeah. the, that'll be the growth. But man, David Taylor was a fifty seven. I mean, um, it's interesting yeah. the, the the comparisons there. Yeah, you look at. I mean, I just look at his parents, and they're not like big people. You know, they're not yeah. wide. Uh, they're very both of them are slender. So I think I think he's probably gonna stay there. Is what I would guess. David's dad is a pretty tall dude, so that yeah. makes a little more sense. Uh, okay, so yeah, Keegan's going to be a uh, interesting guy to to follow over the next next couple years. Um, mm-hmm. Wonder if he would. Uh, you think he'll start throwing his hat in the ring at the at the senior level? I, I would assume so. I mean, he's not junior eligible anymore. I think uh, yeah, he's he's going to. He's a guy who uh, generally shows up and wrestles at a lot of places. So I would assume that. Uh, He'll probably start entering some senior level tournaments pretty soon. That's great. I, I never understand it. Um, I know this happened to some of our guys in the past when, you know, they, they have a lot of success at the junior level. And then they're, right, that's usually the first or second year of their college career. And then, like, they just don't compete at the senior level for two or three years or whatever. Uh, I, I just never understand that. I guess maybe it's because I enjoyed competing so much, but it was like, Hey, the college season's over. There's tournaments. I can't wrestle juniors anymore. I guess I'm going to go wrestle seniors. You know, that's just what I'm going to do. And so when people don't, I, I never really understand fully. I mean, obviously, I know there's injuries and things, but some guys, it seems like they just take the time off. Yeah. I Well, a lot of that is with the, the in my opinion, the guidance from the college coaches who have, have their yeah. own interests in mind, which are NCAA related. And that's, you know, yeah, that's their... They're right, and you know they're kind of looking out for their their best interest too. So I think that's why you mm-hmm. see a lot of these guys. But I I think anymore they, they'll make their recommendations. But so many of these guys have have the international aspirations. You're not going to be able to say, "Hey, don't enter, don't enter these anymore." It's going to have to be more than anything the athlete's choice not to want to yep. enter than the coaches shutting it down. Which I think. Yes. So when you see, I, so when I look at Nick and Nick Lee and Kirk Lee not wrestling, I think it's a. That's not just a. 
a coach's recommendation, but they're there. Well, that might be. Kill, Kill runs a tight ship up there. That'd be the one guy who I'd say, well, that guy runs a tight ship in State College. But, yeah, I mean, definitely not disputing that, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. 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 But, like, well, Staraki entered. Yeah, he entered. Why is it okay? Yeah, I mean, well... But Kale's going to have different – I mean, right, you're not treating all athletes the same. You're going to have different recommendations for different athletes depending on what, whatever's going on in their life or their training or whatever. You know right. what? I guess Tom Brands runs a pretty tight ship too because uh, – was it? No, Spencer. Two, well, two years – but two years ago they had like literally no one. Like didn't even – didn't Tony Cassiope – he made the junior world team and he declined the spot, right? Was it U23? Or was it U23? You'll I don't see know, a couple that years back. sometimes – a lot of normally juniors because juniors is earlier, like now. The U twenty three is in worlds. November. Do you remember the one year where Iowa had nobody wrestle in the off season? Yes, I can't remember uh, which it was, year it was. It was prior to the twenty twenty season, so it would have been the 20, 2019 summer going into the twenty twenty season, where they had the the team that could definitely that that would have won it um, had they actually held the NCAA championships. Yes, uh, I remember that. We. But then we saw, I think after that, we saw they had a pretty good showing. They sent a lot of guys to the U23s that summer. Because remember, DeSanto, yeah. or fall, well, I guess, DeSanto, mm-hmm. that's where he wrestled Kolioko. I think Ironman was there. I think Big Tone wrestled. Yes. Uh, so Joe Caprino says uh, Big Tone won the junior open and didn't show up at the trials. That was, that was what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hey, so uh, and Kevin Slater in the Facebook chat just asked also about uh, Spencer Lee. Do we got any inside information on whether he's going to register? And if he doesn't, so now he's um, on, dog. You think he can go out to sixty-one trials? No way. No. No. Okay. All right. Fine. JD got a better shot of entering that. Spencer is not going to that. I mean, he didn't even enter Olympic trials. Yeah. That yeah, was the Olympic trials. He was coming fresh off an injury. Uh, and now we are, what's it, five months after that? So, you know, he, he would, I don't know how long it takes uh, an ACL to heal when you're not going to fix it. I'm not sure what, the, I don't know, but it's got to be feeling a little better by now, right? He's not a 61 either. He's a, well, of course not, but 57 is not being competed. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, but you would, you would pick him over most of these guys, wouldn't you, Christian? Yeah, I'd pick him to win. But if he's oh, healthy, yeah. if he's healthy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he ain't here, so I don't. I don't think. I don't even know if we'll see him after after this NCAs. Will he? Will he try to make the twenty two team? I don't know. He's uh, he's never he's, never tried to make a senior world team. No, the only only thing the open he went to the last chance or the what was it? It was just it wasn't called a last US chance. Open. It was, no, it was the, the US senior open. nationals. Yeah, senior nationals in Fort Worth. The senior nationals. Sorry, yes. And that's been that's been the extent of it, and you know a lot injuries has played a, mm-hmm. a large role in you know keeping him out. So yes, would you take this? Is, there was a Facebook question um, or a question for friends from Twitter predicting the 2024 Olympic team. If you had to pick right now, would you take Spencer to make twenty twenty four? Man, I would love to see what the odds on that are because there's there's obviously not not a prohibitive favorite. Man, they'll, they'll, I mean, Spencer's really good, but the hard part about it is, I mean, we're talking about it. He doesn't show up all that often. 
and he I mean, has to be healthy. Yeah, he's 20, what is he, probably 22 now, mm-hmm. maybe 20, 23, and he's not showed up to try to make one senior world team yet. And so, you know, obviously you would think post-collegiately he's going to, but then the, the chances are that, man, he's probably not. He hasn't showed up to make any, try to make any of them yet. So who knows what's going to happen after college? You know, maybe he just says, hey, my body's beat up. I'm done. I'm going to go coach or, I, I, you know, I don't know. Um yeah, and it'd be interesting to see how long some of these other guys stick around too. I'm assuming almost all of the guys at sixty, sorry, fifty-seven. I think they're going to be around through twenty twenty-four. It's going to be a really, really deep weight class. Yeah, so uh, I think it's uh, Spencer loves freestyle. I think it's his favorite style. I think yes, he he plans on wrestling a really long. He's been pretty open about that. That he wants to wrestle have a have a long senior level career. So I think we'll definitely see him. If we see him in 22, I hope we do. And I know he's going to try to make the 24 team. And I know they, you know, with that, the 23 team is definitely in focus. Like that's the team to make so you can medal and then sit out for the trials in 24. So okay. I, I think he's a perfectly sized 57. He's just got to get, he's just got to be healthy. And some of that's, luck and some of that is i don't know what it is you know yeah but so do you think so are you saying then you think that he wrestles this college year maybe he gets his acls or one acl or i don't know what he does, gets them fixed takes some time off takes some time to recover and then comes back and starts training for 2023 yes i think that's possible it, it okay. just depends i mean there's so much unknown. you can't predict because we have no idea how he's going to function with with no repair here. He could he could be fine if he's wrestling great. That's why it's an interesting question. Yeah, if he's wrestling great, he's not just going to get his get his ACLs repaired. He's going to just I think he's going to ride that out. I don't think there's going to be a because it's a year. It would be a year long process for him to get that repair. Yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. it's a re it's a re repair because it's an ACL he's already torn. Okay. So, so he wouldn't get, even have time for twenty twenty three then. Potentially, he's never had any ACLs ever. Yeah, so I think that's probably the direction they're going to go. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Oof. So you know, wrestling three years on no ACLs, that can't be great. Have you ever torn your ACL, JD? I have never torn my ACL. Okay. <laughs> I think if if I had to pick right now, uh, I would take the field against Spencer Lee in twenty twenty four. Well, I think that's fair. But if you had to, yes, if you had to pick. If you sure. had to pick an individual that's going to make the team, I'd say the odds are probably with Spencer. I think it's one of those where that not none of them have great odds. Like if you said, you know, David Taylor making the twenty twenty four team, he's probably going to be negative money uh, somewhere. Whereas uh, it's all of the guys at fifty seven, because there's there's a lot of options, right? Is it Suriano's a good option? Up. Vito's a good option. Dayton's a good option. Gilman's a good option. Spencer's a good. You have all these good options, mm-hmm. which makes obviously each of them less likely. And if we have them all with their perfect health, I think Gilman and Spencer are probably the top two picks. But you know, again, when, how often are you going to have Spencer at his top health? And Gilman's going to be getting a little older by that point. So um, best man. ability is availability. Wow, Coach JD. What one other thing? <laughs> Let's say I never heard that saying before. You never heard no, that? I like that? No. Yeah, they always talk. Well, it's like a you know, 
talking head show, kind of ESPN Never talking about that. basketball or football players, you know, the best abilities, availability. Uh, Thinking about 57 long-term, who can hold that weight long-term? Can can, can Dayton got... make it for per- perpetuity? Can he be a, a career 57-kilo guy? That's a that's a worry for me. I know if he can do it, it's going to be day of for the rest of his career. That's not changing. That's going to be tough. Yeah. Is Soriano a true 57? Is he a better suited 61? That's a question I have. I think I think the answer is yes, Christian, but I think the the, the other part of that is that 57 is the Olympic weight and 61 isn't. And, you know, like we talked about, uh, Gilman figured out a way to make 57 better, right? He, he talked about with listening to that interview, mm-hmm. and that's kind of – these guys, they're problem solvers, and they get in there, and they think, I'm going to freaking make this weight class – how do I do this best? You know, how do I, cause I'm not making, none of those dudes are making the Olympic team at 65. They're just not big people. Um, so if they're going to make an Olympic team, which is the ultimate goal of all of them, it's going to be 57. Yes. For, yeah. I mean, that's obvious, but it, the, the question of how long term they can hold the weight effectively is, is another question, right? Like Jordan could, and then he couldn't hold 74 effectively. No, John Burroughs. Okay. Yeah. Not Jordan Conway. Um, <laughs> What? Define effective. <laughs> what? Uh, well, like, so James Green, medals. James Green making sixty five is not effective. Is that would be that would be probably yes. that is safe to say. Yeah, that's 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 probably a better uh, a far better example. Um, with fifty seven, yeah, is, that's my thing with Dayton. If he can hold it long term, he's going to be in there. It's going to be a short list of guys. Is Soriano? The, the thing that interesting is with Dayton you have all this senior level data he enters everything you've seen him compete all these different times but Soriano has entered such a small number of things and Spencer's entered such a small number of things yeah prognosticating that out is is not that um I agree all right question from Aaron Swayze Sweezy man if you could wrestle any NCAA champion from after your college your career in college who would you like to scrap with oh my god dream match for, for fun wrestle or like in a match um yeah i mean is it different because like i just yeah oh yeah i like i just like rest i i don't know about you guys and i think i actually think sometimes maybe i might be in the minority on this like i like wrestling i like the activity of wrestling yes. i'm really old and sometimes it's not as fun anymore because it hurts but like hey last week i got to roll around with vincenzo joseph now we didn't brawl like we didn't go as hard as we could right but we got in there we mixed it up it was a lot of fun um so when I think of like, okay, guys that I can wrestle with, like, what is the most fun one? Like, you know, is the guys that like say David Taylor, like you're going to get, and I, and I have rolled around with him a little bit, but you're getting a ton of scrambles. He does some really, really unique things that you're not going to feel anywhere else. Like that's what I would be looking for. Cause I want to see, like, I want to steal from them. I want to think like, well, how are they doing this one thing? Or how are they doing that thing? It's like, I wrestled with Jason Nolf. I purposely put myself in a position where I knew he was going to hit the Win Dixie because I wanted to feel how's he going to hit it, you know? So that's like, we're talking about fun. That's what I want. If we're talking about a match, that's probably different. All right. I get the fun. Now give me the match. <laughs> uh, so I, I get to be in my NCA shape again. Yeah. You're there. Boom. <laughs> Snap it. Ed, Ed Ruth. I was going to say, Ed. Yeah, Ed Ruth, because that would be fun. Which I have rolled around with him, and that was a lot of fun also. I was going to say, I think of the 174 champions, he is probably the toughest matchup yes. on paper for you, if I had to guess. Yeah. For I sure. would love to see it. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to see you against Zahid, too. 
that would be fun also yeah that, i mean he's uh I you rolled so that would be bit. like i did work out with him one time in las vegas um but see that's one where it's like that one's not as fun for me so like we're talking about rolling around those penn state guys they like to scramble they got some tricky stuff like zaheed is for me if i'm gonna beat him in a match it's gonna be like I got to be freaking disciplined, right? Because he's going to try to get space. He's going to shoot from space. I need to be really disciplined in my stance, making contact with them, keeping my hands on them, those type of things. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be as like fun. Like we're not going to, you know, roll around and feel some unique feels and that type of thing. It's going to be really disciplined, you know, staying in a great stance, making contact, keeping hands on that type of thing. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, for the record, I don't want to wrestle any of these people. <laughs> I was trying to set those up. Uh, Okay. Hey, so wait, one uh, one thing I was thinking about, 70, 72 uh, women's. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be – I think the world team member is going to be either either Kennedy or Kylie, who are both wrestling at juniors right now. So their turnaround, their, their turnaround to go back to the trials is really fast. It's I mean, by the time they get home from uh, UFA, it's going to be less than three weeks. Um, but I think one of them – and obviously – Kennedy has won the match previously. I think they turn around and make a senior world team this year. What do you guys think? Man, I think I don't just think that. I think Kennedy's winning a senior world title this year. I this think year, I think yes, I think so. I think she that, she is. Wow. There is. I don't care what. I don't care if it's junior level. I don't care. I've, I've seen what she can do in the senior level one. Yeah, um, she wrestled Tamira in the finals, and she did not. She she had a respectable result there, right? She was not. She was not as good as Tamira. Tamira is the Olympic yeah. champion in, in and, runaway fashion. In but, runaway fashion, yes. So, but Kennedy's right there. And we're talking about a pound for pound on, on the women's freestyle scene in Tamira. Now we're going to go yeah. to 72. I, she is just, I mean, she is a super, she is going to be a superstar. Super, superstar. She's going to enter that, that class. I believe for USA Wrestling, I think she's that good. I think she's got that kind of ability. Um, and how much better she's going to get. She's just making these teams, and she's in it, and she's into it, and she's got it all. I mean, she has got yeah. it all. She she has a, a complete package. I think her mindset is really super impressive, too. And Kylie's, <laughs> Kylie's going to be amazing as well. It's going to be, you know, as we watch the, the, the changing of the guard, it's going to happen at some point at, at, for women's freestyle where this next generation is going to come up. It's going to be a fascinating story to see how the 72, 76 materializes in, in the future. And can these girls ever catch up to Adeline or is Adeline going to hold on to the spot until she retires and then they're going to get it. It's tough to say. And it's tough to see how big is Kennedy going to get from this point? She's junior eligible. How old is she? Because I'm looking at her track profile right now. It appears she was in middle school in 2018. Um, so that would mean, yeah, she's definitely in middle school in 2018. So that means she's a junior in high school, go, going to be a senior in high school. Is that what she is? Let's look. Here. Yes. Um, I believe so. She's Louise. I mean, Kylie Walker just made the Olympic trials finals up at 76. She, she's going to be a senior... In high school this year, Kennedy. Yes, Kennedy. Wow, it's insane. Yeah. So we get a. I mean, I just said she's going to be a world champion. Um, that's my prediction. It's really my prediction. She might not even make the team. I don't know, but I. I just. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how long. Uh, 
um, Adeline and Tamira stick around for because the, yeah, these girls are they're very young and they're they're going to come up and it's like can Adeline and Tamira go for a whole nother cycle or is it going to be you know the young girls get better faster? Mm-hmm. Tamira's twenty eight, so I, I wonder. You know, she she certainly mm-hmm. has another quad in her through twenty four. Yes. Um, if she she wants it, and you have to figure she would. Adeline's thirty. Go give me thirty one in January. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I I I am very excited about Kennedy. I think she's going to win a world title tomorrow. We have her um the Kennedy bomb, the oh, Blades bomb, clip. Blades bomb. If we want to watch it, she got a five this morning. Yeah. Look, this isn't the first five seconds of the match. Boom. Like we just saw the first whistle being blown. Body lock. Oh, oh back arch gosh. five. That is just ridiculous. And just, <laughs> she's so aggressive. Her her leg attacks are reliable. She's mm-hmm. competent enough. Parterre. I mean, and she's got this in her. She's she's going to be an intimidating force uh, at, at some point too. Because yes, not you don't see a lot of people that really just take it to you from from the word go, right? Yeah. In, in wrestling, and yeah, so I'm I'm very high on Kennedy. I think that's it's not exactly some quake take, uh, but she she's amazing. Um, Agreed. Okay, so that's exciting, and, and you know we've got a lot of talent in the upperweights with Amidi Lore. She's in the finals. She should be up here at some point here soon. Pretty quick, yeah. I mean, and I Kylie think Welker. they're getting close. Okay. Where to next? next? I mean, we haven't even talked about Rocky Elam. Freaking junior oh, champ, Tiger Stock. We should have stayed on radio for that because that happened. Uh, it might have been t- 10 minutes after the show. You guys were too excited to get tacos yesterday. Uh, man, it was great because it was uh, it was 2-2. He had two, uh, two one-pointers and a push out in the shot clock. The other dude got a takedown, and he gritted out this freaking leg attack score. Got I mean, clip. he was – yeah, watch this. I mean, he just battles for this. He pulls oh. it in. He sucks it in. I mean, it's a it's a I good. I thought he was going to cut him back, here. right? Yeah, there's coming a, up. Right. And then when yep. the Iranian defended that and got his hips back, yeah. I was like, okay, there's right no here. Way I he's felt good. I was like, yeah. he got it, and then he lost it. Boom! And then he gets back down here, and now he's got a post. This is more than 15 seconds. Now he's got oh, a, yeah. he's going to post and lift, and yep, gets his hips out. Boom! Gets his head out. That was like a. This is going to be a 30-second finish. I mean, he really, like, gritted that one out. And you guys know how tough it is being under, under there when someone's on top of you and battling. Brutal. And then, yeah, brutal. And then, hey, this is great. Go back. This is what we were talking about folk style. Go back to that clip. Put that back on the screen. This is what we are talking about folk style-wise. Oh, sorry, man. Can we go all the way to 15 seconds? Uh, this dude just lays here and says, I guess I'm going to lose. No problem. Yes. I mean, what's he doing down here? I'm lucky they didn't give him the Gable treatment, or Elam's lucky. <laughs> yeah, let him, well, let him get a chance. Working for a turn. He's smart. He's not just sitting there. I know. He's, he went down on the legs. Yeah, I was. I was. This was. This was great. I got jacked up for this. Yeah, I don't think the clip goes much longer because there's but, not much. But what he's doing now is what he does until the match ends. Yes. Um. Yes. Just lays there. Yep. Just lay there. So yeah, I mean, I think it, it, it's a. It's a different mindset in the in the international things late in matches. It's just. Uh, not to, I don't want to paint broad strokes. It's not like that for every wrestler, every nation, every this, every that. But I, th- I think uh, I, th- I think if the roles were reversed, Rocky Elam's trying something. He's yeah. he's oh, yeah. reaching Absolutely. back. He's turning in. He's 
We're, yeah. we're not just going to seed 15 seconds. Um, yeah. Um, hey, so this we, we talked about the possibility of this happening. It happened. We now have two junior world champions and an NCAA champion who both have four years of eligibility left at 197. I'm just calling it it's the best weight class for the next four years, Christian. Well, we'll see. I mean, those guys would have to remain at the weight class for that to be true. And sure. AJ Ferrari has been wanting to go heavyweight since high school. He's been talking about it, and they've got him at 97. I think he looks like a, a perfectly sized 97. I, I don't. So I don't think he looks overly big. Because I don't think he's also got that. You know, he likes taking his shirt off. So I man, he adds about 20 pounds to that belly. He ain't gonna want to take his shirt off so many times. So I just don't <laughs> see him going up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't even factor that in, but he's got he's got an image to Not maintain. <laughs> uh, so you know, Unless he adds it all to the biceps. Yeah, did it, 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 it all pecs. depends on the distribution. Yeah, if it goes straight to the pecs and the lats, then, then maybe it gets even uh, ex- exaggerated further. But I, I think I think Braxton is more likely to move up than than him. Yeah, I think so. But Braxton's not like tall. He's not tall. He's yeah, not tall. I mean, there was. Did you guys see the picture of? Um... Rocky and Keegan and Braxton, and I was kind of like caught off guard how much taller. And maybe it was just a picture, but Rocky looks so much taller than Braxton. Rocky's tall, yes. Rocky's got a lot of length to him, and I did not see the picture, but yes, um, he he's taller. I'd love to have seen. I mean, I wonder if those guys were rolling together a bunch. Those were probably some insane goes yeah. between Braxton and Rocky. I mean, two world champs in back to back weights. Yeah, pretty freaking impressive. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and. uh Hats off to Coach Smith and the Tigers, man. What a what a performance. I mean, they were the story at Junior World Trials. Man, they got three on the yep. team and looked great. And then they followed it up with Hawks did good. I mean, I thought he had a good performance. And then to have two Junior World champs, that's that's insane. And how many – when's the last time – and it could have been last year or two years ago for all I know, but I'm, I'm just asking. When's the last time we had a a college – with two junior world champs on the, on their team, like not like, you know, yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't know if it's happened because because usually some of the times that we get junior world champions, they're not even in a college yet. You know, right. Spencer Lee won as a high school, or Mark Hall won as a high school, or um, Gable won as a high school, or so. A lot of times we have these guys winning as high school kids. Um, man, I w- I would say I don't have the list in front of me, but I'd say it's pretty darn rare. I think it's a small list. I think it's a really small list. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Amazing, amazing job there. So very cool. And um, where, whoa, you know whoa, whoa, James Dean, what do you? What's this you're putting in the Facebook chat? Here? Yeah, I got a confirmation yesterday. What? Yes, Japan is going to Oslo, but no Olympians. What? Yes. What? All for so, for all weights, all weights, or all, all ten, and, all ten, and all. They will send a rep at all ten weights, men and women. I'm uh, not 100 percent on the women. But in the men, yes. I think in the women as well. Well, I only really care about the women. Well, that would mean we would probably, I mean, if they're going to take all their Olympic champions out, we're probably going to win, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> women, yes. It will certainly help. Did they, give a, did they give an explanation on this topic? No, not that I saw. Jeez. That's, Where that's did you see this? Their federation site. Okay. That, as wow. far as sources go, that's a good one. Yes. That is a good one. Um, of note, their 57-kilo guy will be decent. Abe, he's the guy that beat Vito in the world finals, Junior World Finals. They definitely have depth. Like, would, will Higuchi throw his hand nope, in the ring? No, Higuchi. 
Why not? I don't know. How do you know all these things, video? You got, you speak Japanese or something? This dude. All right, listen. All right, if we haven't figured it out yet, he is a he is a a foreign agent. Okay. <laughs> Where? How do I find this Japanese Federation site? I'll I'll, I'll send you the. I'll put the. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Okay. okay. Well, any questions about uh, Russians or Japanese wrestling? Go to go to JD because he's he's infiltrated. He's actually works for them, and he get hmm. he keeps us up to speed with what's going on. Yeah, man, our ladies, wow. we can win um, worlds, especially if they're not sending their the big guns. And honestly, we I think we'll make it a lot more interesting with the you know the upper weight firepower we would be adding anyways to kind of balance yeah. out their lightweight supremacy. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I think it was gonna be interesting as is. And I'm not the one thing you gotta know about Japan is they, they're they have the depth too. They're they're amazing. Yeah. Their ones are great, but they're that that's not all they have. They have more. So Yusaki, who is like the biggest favorite in almost any style this year, yes. didn't wrestle twenty nineteen worlds because she lost the wrestle off. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little context for you. So don't don't think that um okay. Oh we got we got our man Richie Perez in the in the Facebook chat. He's also in this room right now. He says, What can we expect in a Rutherford Pantelio rematch? So if you remember, they wrestled uh, at Penn State, and well, they wrestled in folk style, and Zane pinned them every time. But then they wrestled in yeah. freestyle, and it was really, really close. And really I close. said it wouldn't wouldn't be close, and Ben said I think it's gonna be competitive, and Ben was right. Oh yeah, it's like he knows the sport or something. Highly annoying, but and, and now at seventy, I think it's competitive again. I think you can't say it's yes. not competitive. This is definitely Pantaleo's best weight. I'm gonna best say it's style de- too. Best by a long way. Best way, best style, and I'll say. But I'm also gonna say, I think if Zane had his choice, it's like Zane, you pick which one's the Olympic weight, and it will be moving forward. I think he would say, I think he'd probably say seventy. I think that'd probably be the weight that makes the most yeah, sense for Zane. Like that, huh? So this is probably his best weight as well. Um, yeah. So very. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was actually just thinking about this, Christian. Michigan, the University of Michigan. They're much better at freestyle than folk style. So you think of like a Logan Massa has had way more success yes. in freestyle than folk style. Uh, I mean, Miles Amin got an Olympic medal and not an NCAA title. Uh, Stevan Michik's never won an NCAA title, and he was the number one seed at the Olympics. So they're, I mean, they're having a lot of success in freestyle. They're doing a really good job there. And, um, you know, you're not seeing dominant multiple-time NCAA champions out of their guys yet. Yes. We might see that out of Mason Paris, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. He could be an NCAA champion this year and and yes. he could win a world title. Alec Pantelio thinks he's winning a world title. And he is not biased. Um <laughs> I actually I actually kind of I know people will think like, oh yeah, it's his teammate, blah blah blah. But it actually kinda I put a lot of stock when someone puts it puts it out there like that about their teammate, you know? I think Yeah. And and on the one hand, Who's going to be more biased? On the other hand, who has more information? Who is who is seeing the day in day out things that this guy's doing? Right. So yeah. you can dismiss it all you want, but to I, to me it it has weight. It has real weight. And um, you know, I thought it was cool. Uh, question from Brian Seymour. Before we get to that, okay. Um, Japan is sending a decent rep at seventy two, which will be Kennedy's weight. Looks like it'll be Musaka. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, we're already calling. We're already calling Kennedy uh, at the, to the rep at seventy-two. We just we're called Crowder. It's been declared, Ben. There's no turning back. 
I wish there was I something. Declare it. I wish there was something we could do, but we just can't. Okay. She uh, she was their rep in 2019. She took bronze. She lost to the eventual champion from Russia, uh, who won gold in 2012 at the Olympics and silver at the 2016 Olympics. Vorbieva. Yes. Okay. She lost six to four to her, and in twelve. No, in nineteen. Oh, in twenty nineteen. Okay. Worlds. She also won U twenty threes in twenty nineteen. All right. So, uh, Brian Seymour, will the women have an asterisk like the Russian boycotted Olympics? I don't think so. One, think so. Japan's going. They're going to be there. Uh, Russia was not there. There were no Russians. Um, I, th- I think it's different. And one thing I'll, I've been thinking about is how – no Soviets that year. No Soviets. Um, it, much to the, chag- much to the chagrin of J.D. Raider, who was not born. <laughs> Thankfully, J.D. was not alive during that time. I don't know if he'd be the same if he had to endure an Olympics with no Soviets. Well, well no, I'm hmm. just saying no, now we, you go through however many Soviets in a world team, in a, in a bracket, a world bracket. Yeah. That year they didn't even, you know, have any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be like that. Uh, no, no asterisk here. And one thing I love and this, I'm so excited about is like how seriously and how um, there's just where Team USA has the full weight of importance behind these trials. And, and they really want to send a world team. And no one is looking at this world with some side eye because the Olympics were oh. a, a month ago. That's that's awesome. And yes, that's ex- it's exciting, and I hope the rest of the world takes that same cue because it's a it's a huge huge deal. It's a big tournament. We were deprived of a, a twenty twenty anything in twenty twenty, and we did the fake World Cup. That was too, that was too fake for me. <laughs> that was just too <laughs> fake. Um, we didn't even go. It was just too fake. Um, bridge too far. Hey, so, they, uh, they, they didn't even call it the World Championships. They called it a World Cup. Uh, Amit Elor is going to be up because this Belarusian woman just got leg laced a whole bunch of times. A whole bunch so, of times. Yeah, Elor, she's getting she, some medical she's on attention the first. Yes. Get the spray out. For the love. <laughs> Have you ever got, Ben, you're an athlete. I, I, you ever get hell the cold no, spray? when they would cold spray me. That's ridiculous. Even in, did, like, did, training. I, do you think our audience knows what the cold spray even is? I'm sure. Yeah, well, listen, if you don't know what cold spray is, Ben, I want you to, I want you to discuss it right now. You know what well, the first, time, the first time I saw it, uh, I will tell you, I was in Belarus, 2007. Uh, maybe it was Ukraine. I was somewhere over there. And this person with the strange doctor coat runs on the mat. The athlete is clearly faking an injury. Like, it is, it's so obvious that they just want a little break here. And they pull out what looks like a can of WD-40 or something. And apparently it's really cold. And they spray it on him as if that is going to make something better in the moment, which the guy didn't need anything to be better because he was faking it anyways. Um, and But then, you know, that was my first experience because obviously at that point in time, you couldn't really watch international wrestling on, a, on the internet. And But yeah, you see it kind of frequently. I think it's ridiculous. I don't really know what it's supposed to do. Obviously, it's something they don't use in America. I, that's all I got to say about it. What do you, what do you want to add? Well, it's just, it's kind of like the universe. I mean, American wrestling fans just laugh at it. We think it's like, it's like kind of a, if you're playing like international wrestling bingo, there'd be like the carcass cam, the cold spray. Cold spray is an all timer. You know a guy's gassing hard when they're sitting there and they just start spraying the knee with, 
with with this stuff. It's like a, out of an aerosol can. And then they get up and they they act like it actually did something. I don't no, know. They get up fine because of the cold spray. They get up because because it repaired their tendons. They're they're very it it put back together the the wounded musculature. And now they're fine. They're able to <laughs> wrestle. It's an incredible incredible thing. Imagine if cold uh, spray actually worked. What an incredible thing it actually would be. Then you could just keep it in a bottle. It would be so tremendous. Absolutely. So Anyways, it's it's basically something that the foreigners use when they're tired and they just spray it on something just to kill time. Yep. Which that's another thing yep. freestyle wrestling needs to fix is that there's no penalty yes. and unlimited injury time. Like, there's got to be. It's absurd. Well, let's, in, let's, in, uh, okay, J.D., I got a tough question for you right now. Would you rather be able to institute a penalty for fake injury times or... Get rid of grounded. Which get, rid of grounded. Get, no, get rid of grounded. Easy. Get rid of grounded. And, and for as annoying as the tired uh, shenanigans. Know, the intentional shenanigans are, honestly, it doesn't happen all that much. The grounded thing really? happens. I feel every, like oh there was – Okay, you're, uh, you're right. Okay, you're right, Christian. Ground is way more. I feel like just at the Olympics two weeks ago, there was a handful of fake injury times. Um. Do you have any like, like pop to the top of your? Well, head? I mean, okay, at, at the very least, where the the one the thing where I mean, you gave Evan Gilman, where he just like sits on the edge of the mat for fifteen seconds, and you're like, mm-hmm. "What's he doing over here?" Like, it's wrestling time. Like, I have get, seen caution in one for that if it's egregious. Yeah, yeah. Get get back to the center or call injury time. One of the two, but something has to happen here. So, like to me, that's the injury time. If you're just refusing to go back to the center, that's injury time. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. But but then if you just but the the quick hack to that is just to say I'm injured, and then then you get the unlimited time unlocked. There sh- it should be like yeah. set like your second injury time is a point. Like you can take a second injury time, but you're gonna have to give up a point or something like that because you you can't get choice obviously like you can and yeah choice is style. I wanna um Ben you should you should be AWA should start using cold spray. You should start bringing it. Try to introduce it to American wrestling culture. Well, we try to get our guys in good shape, so they're the one actually pushing the pace. So, I mean, if we had this, if we had the style where we were, no, no, no. Uh, okay, I know, got an idea. Gassing. As as a prop, okay, in period breaks when the guys when the opponents look tired, you walk over and you hand the coaches a can of cold spray for their guy. Be like, hey, you might need this. Just as a little head game. <laughs> hey, you want you want to pull this match in? It's starting right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Amina Laura's up. She, Ooh, are we in blue? Man. It's very small. Yes, she is in blue. There we it go. Looks like we're in blue, yeah. Mm-hmm. She got the elbow. We're wrestling Russia. Trying to clear. So if you don't know, this is the six. Uh, is this 68? 68, yep. 68 mm-hmm. kilogram junior world final. Amita Lore, who is a cadet world champion, trying to become a junior world yep. champion, gets to go behind. She's up two. Just got it. Now she could go to work on top. She won a... Yes, I was reading uh, as she was coming on the team. Oh, she's looking for a lace here. Oh, oh, she's got it. Over, bro. This is gonna be over. It's four zero two. Come on, Get come on, dig together. in. Let's go. Drive this thing. Yeah, is another six zero. No, that's one not more. yet. Not yet. Oh, there it is. is. Now she's gonna go out of bounds. I don't know. She might. Uh, she only needs one yeah, more. I, I think she's getting another one here. Uh, I don't think she's getting this. Oh, she's going the other way. Oh, go that way. Go the other way. Go the other way. All right, eight zero. Okay, that's nice. a decentish start for a minute two to be up eight uh, zero. So she is a takedown away, two points away from a technical fall, 
And uh, and she has not given up a point this tournament, correct? correct. I'll, I was I'll, just I'll going to double bracket. check that, but I'm pretty sure it was 10 hour, 11 hour. I think the she's. Through. Yeah, all right. I'm going to get there to confirm. Yeah, uh, 10 0, 10 0, 11 0. Yeah, has not given up a point. An Wait, interesting there, uh, kind of thing with. Uh, I don't know how much you guys. Oh, man, she's at 9 0. She's about to get this. She's got her mm-hmm. on the edge. Throws, this is too easy. Look at this. Too easy. Yeah, she, and so she hasn't wrestled a full period of wrestling yet. And she won't. There it is, 10-0. That's it. Junior world champ. Boom. Oh, my gosh. She's not... She, she Dominant. Is, oh, no, they didn't give it Wait. to her. Oh. Did you confirm that? Oh, my gosh. Are you not confirming anything so there? bad. This that's is what, grounded. See? That's shenanigans. That's just shenanigans to the nth. Just dry. She's got this underhook again. Almost on the right. edge. She's just Come trying on. for the Come step on. One more step. One more there step. There we go. Boom. There you go. Call All that right. grounded, fools. Okay, there we go. One up. Ten oh. Now she's the champ. Holy cow. So I mean, zero that... matches went into the second period for her. Man. I I want to Okay. I do want to see her against Kennedy. I think we know how. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen Kennedy versus Kylie. Now we need Kennedy versus Amina Lore. She's be, she's something yeah. else. That's that's a really impressive. Well, they could show. all. Why don't they all go wrestle seventy two at the seniors in uh, in four weeks or whatever? I don't know. Um, that's a great idea, right? It's a, it's one of your best ideas, Ben. Um, <laughs> other than the cold spray idea. So <sighs> that wasn't that was your idea. No, you no, it's yours. You want you're gonna start doing it. You can get a can of it on Amazon for less than four dollars. Less than four dollars. Send It'll it to be Ben. Here Tuesday. Ben, uh, it'll be here Tuesday because Prime is that Prime subscription really helps get you things here quickly. Wait, just give it, give funny. us your address here over over the radio, and we'll we'll. Yeah, it's just it not to gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so while he's ordering cold spray, we can move on. Congrats! Could Amit Elor make sixty five? Maybe. That's an interesting question. She. I don't know. Um, what, six, six more pounds? She she looks good size at 68. She's mm-hmm. very stout and strong looking. Yeah, Okay. For sure. Where do we want to go? What time is it? 9.30? We better get to some we questions. We don't have much time here. left. Yeah, we need to ask some questions. Okay. Brad Medchill, which is a pretty cool name. Very chill, bro. Brad, uh, are fans going to be able to attend... Yes, I do believe so. Fans will be able to attend the nice. World Team Trials in Lincoln, Nebraska. It is at the not Bob Devaney Center. U- U.S. Cellular? Pinnacle, Pinnacle Bank. Pinnacle arena. Bank? Where am I t- what's U.S. Cellular? Is that even a place? Did I just make up an arena? It's possible. Doesn't matter. I think so. You can go. I think so. Please get tickets. Please go and yell and scream. Two amazing days of wrestling. And, yeah, go ahead and go. Yes, Matt Lewis, Yanni has entered. Um, I like Ben Randolph's <laughs> question. Okay, I ask it. Um, yeah, he said if there's a long line of wrestling siblings coming with each sibling being better than the one before them, would you, as a coach, recruit the oldest even if they weren't necessarily up to the Calibri program to help the odds of signing the younger siblings? And I want to say the answer, yeah, yes, I think people do that for sure. Um, but it is kind of hard hard to see the future. And then especially sometimes the younger siblings 
um, they have the benefit of having their older siblings around and they've probably been around it long and they're kind of getting a jump start on it. So I don't think there's always a guarantee that the younger ones are going to be better. Um, I actually, it'd be interesting to see a stat on that. Sometimes they obviously are, sometimes they aren't. Uh, but yes, I, I'm sure uh, that factors into the equation when you're assigning uh, an eldest sibling to see that they have two or three more promising uh, brothers coming along. Because I think the chances that uh, a brother follows a brother to a college program is, I don't want to say 100%, but it's probably likely, right? Yes. It's pretty common. And, yeah, I've had a coach t- coaches say, yeah, we're trying to get in on him because we want his brother later down the line. And, you know. Who was that? <laughs> you know him. <laughs> well, that was I, just don't, I just don't know who you're talking about. I know. Uh, I don't want, okay. I'm not going to put the business in the streets, but I mean, not that it's a bad thing to do. It's, smart. it's not like there's anything yeah. wrong with it, but, you know, uh, uh, from Anthony Gomez, Joe Rogan, and Lex Friedman discuss wrestling on JRE talking about Gable's match and a couple other things. I uh, saw Joe Rogan Tuesday night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of his shows. Whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. He made a Dan Gable joke, which I should not repeat on the air, but it was funny. <laughs> what was his Dan Gable joke? You got to tell us, just bleep it out. Just say something, uh, something. Bleep, I don't know. <laughs> JD, if JD thinks it, if JD thinks it's out of bounds, it's out of bounds. You know what? How it's about not this? a curse word. It's yeah. I probably shouldn't All say right. it. I'll, I'll tell Text you off it to air. Me. Text it to yeah. me. I'm very curious to hear. Okay, <laughs> so um, yeah, they they love they, they like wrestling a lot. Lex Freeman, dude, our uh, he goes to one of the gyms here in Austin for jujitsu, and our our guy Hollywood Hollywood Mike was rolling with Lex Friedman. Tenth uh, Planet. The other day, nice. Um, so yeah, but which Olympian would I like to see most on JRE? Well, I think Joe would probably really enjoy the conversation with Kyle Dake talking about yes, all his getting younger. stuff. That stuff doesn't interest me as much, though. I'm not as interested in. in I, I feel like I feel like that conversation would just go down this like scientific rabbit hole of like training and like stuff that I mean. It's cool stuff, but it's not what I want to hear. I like hearing wrestlers talk about wrestling and just like that that kind of aspect of it. But Joe's not deep enough into wrestling where he's going to be held, able to have like a really deep conversation on that. Well, he you can, know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I do. Um, yeah. I wonder. I think Gilman. Be interesting. I, I, Gilman's a good talker. Yeah, I, I, love I, li- I like listening to Gilman. Well, I think like well, the interview that we want to see is what the hell is Gable going to do? So if he interviews, if he Gable went on his show and Gable was making the announcement about what his future was, and then Joe kind of like talked to him about all the possible paths and what he was thinking, and was and really able to, you know, not get one of these things like I'm going to do this and just kind of like really cursory answers, but like a really deep explanation. Because I'm sure I'm listen, I'm sure it's a really hard decision for Gable, and like to actually have him open up about all the things he's thinking and all the possibilities. Would be totally fascinating. Yes. So yeah, probably him. Um, with the Tamira one would be all over the place. Oh, Tamira! Yeah, let's watch her on the show. She was on yesterday. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. No doubt. She Uh, sang a whole new world. (laughs) Obviously, I I did did not watch. Dude, they. I don't know if y'all heard how much she talks about karaoke and she brought her karaoke machine, but at the party afterwards, the last night, they were doing karaoke then. Um, love it. They love karaoke. Did they make you karaoke, Christian? Um, I was asked, but I, I, I declined. Uh, I'm not doing karaoke. I don't know. <laughs> hey. Only in Chattanooga. Um, 
Hey, the other only question the we got to ask here, the only uh, is really Avery Lynch. I believe he's been asking this for a couple of days right now is, um, is this the most likable Russian team ever? We know JD's going to say yes. They are um, all lovable to JD. I, and I, well, I mean, it's the first, I don't think we have access to other teams. So it's hard yeah. to say because, you know, this is the first one where they're like on social media. They all love Instagram. They love horses. You guys jack them up all the time. <laughs> they love uh, horses. You know, he was showing they me uh, Zamalov was bathing his horse in a river today. J- JD pulled it Stop. up. I nice. promise. Go to his Instagram. <laughs> Zamalov is watching a horse uh, lathered up right there in the in, a, in the water. So I I will say yes. Um, just because they've had like a super villain on every other team or many of their other teams, like. You know, Godoyev and Sargush. Super villain. They're just they're villains. Oh, they're, those are not. Yeah, those. those are these are just rass- low. Those are dirty wrestlers. L- l- yeah, I just don't like them. I just something about mm. like Sajulayev is like, how do you? He's a tough guy not to like. And like, yeah, I read the interviews <laughs> and I try to like understand their mindset. And like, I really like, I like his mindset. I think it's a, I I, I think he's a a great example and. A, a good person and incredible wrestler. Uh, I think Ugaev's kind of unlikable. I don't really like him. It's just his face. <laughs> oh, put that on the Russian news right there. Oh, Christian, geez. they're going to have a hit out for you. I'll get disappeared. Listen, the things I've done, if there's not a hit out already, I feel like it's just not coming. Uh, you know, tw- you said it's just his face. You give's also not as popular. Like he doesn't post really on social media. Yeah. He's just kind of a quieter guy. Him, yeah, I think he's. I think he seems like a shy. I bet. I bet a guy is a cute sh- little guy though. He's shy. He's cute. JD, th- look, we've got Zamalov's horse washing. Look at this. We oh got the picture. Gosh. Look at the lather. He actually has his horse in a, in a river. That yep, is, and a little perp plus amazing. on there. Wow, getting ready to rinse it off. So, <laughs> I did. I do find this team like I don't really like Rashidov, but not for any real reason. I don't like Rashidov either. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's no real reason. I just think everyone just worships him, uh, like he's on this certain uh, level, and he's he's very good. Uh, wow. Hey, I just got a text. Oh, uh, Terry Steiner it. says Amelia Lore is too young to wrestle in the senior trials. So I had heard. I knew she was too young for Olympic trials by like hours. So I remember Valentin explaining right. to me like she can't go to Olympic, but I didn't think that was a. I didn't know that also extended to to this as well. Uh, this well, this it, it would be it would be the same birth year though because both happened in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I suppose so. So she's just too. Does young that by... mean she's younger than Kennedy and uh, yes. Kylie? I guess yes. she's younger. Wow, probably like wow. same year in school, but she's on the younger end yeah. or something like that. Like born January one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's born on like one of those cutoff type of days, like yeah. before or after. I guess in January, not December. Yeah, would probably be the the most likely December thirty one. We got a couple of those. the 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 twins who are freshmen. They were born on December thirty or thirty one, so they have to they have to move up next year instead of be cadets again. Unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate. You read outliers about the like the hockey teams, right? Unless they're the... unless they're hundred pounds, then it's fortunate. Yeah, and wrestling, I don't think that happens because, uh, you know, everyone, you're not picking a team, right? You have a club and they, they're all willing to participate and you don't have to, you know. Well, I think picking people off the team at that young of an age is kind of stupid anyways, but yeah. You know who else I didn't like on Russia was, was Boltekayev. 
Really didn't like that. Oh, yeah, he was a villain. No, Bolt's the man. He's no, he's not. He's a, he's no, he's fraudulent. a villain. Fraudulent no, villain. he's the man. He, he, he was wild against either Varner or Snyder at, I think it was Uregan, the Olympic Fish year. Varner? Varner would never. <laughs> Don't you dare. Just because there's... <laughs> Video evidence? That you can doctor anything. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't like both. How are you going to hate a man that gets so tired he rests his head on an Olympic official's shoulder and then goes out and parties in those gankas? Did he? <laughs> he loves to let his gankas. After, after a great Olympic defeat? I don't know about um, in um, Rio. I bet he was. No. He ain't dancing after that carpet struggle. All right, next. Carpet He's probably those gankas in the night before. Okay, EJ Newton, I hope you're happy. We're trying to do better. When are you guys going to start interacting with people in the chat? Raider G, JD, seems like you would enjoy that. So we're doing it. We're going to try to keep doing it. And, uh, yeah. Joel McKenna, not to be confused with Joey McKenna. Could any of you see Amos wrestling at heavy next year, especially if Gable leaves? I don't think so because they got this guy named Thor up in Madison, and he likes to wrestle heavyweight. He ain't going 97. No. So yeah. Hilger's there. Just two years left. It's two years of of the Trent train. I don't. I don't think so. Well, it, yeah. He has two years of eligibility. Like assuming he takes his this year didn't use right. count towards eligibility year. True that. And you I know have what? heard he's going to wrestle the last two. Is what I've heard. I've heard he's going to try to get his masters. Yeah, I would. You know, master of Thor. We know, <laughs> master of hammers. <laughs> oh, so she's the opposite. Joe Capri. Joe Caprino. You might have to hire him too because he's got good information. He says she's born January first, two thousand four. So if yep. she was born a day earlier, uh, yes. it would be December thirty first. She'd be a two thousand three birthday, which would make her. So she does. I guess you have to turn eighteen in the year. I guess to be eligible for the senior trials. Yes. So if she was born, a, yeah. I remember Valentine telling me. Valentine Kalika, her coach, telling me. She's three hours too young, or too yeah, too young, or something like that. Just she should have. Our parents should have flown to Hawaii. Dang it! We could put it on Russian time. Yeah. Well, that would be the opposite. <laughs> is oh, there any? Shoot, we need to go the other way. You need to go Dang as far it. west as you can. Is there any, is there any scenario where uh, where Russia doesn't like just finagle this this birth certificate to get Emidalor in their in their? Oh, they definitely do. <laughs> They probably just change it every other year. You know, keep her cadet eligible. Okay, now she's old enough to wrestle worlds. Uh, Aaron Swayze says petition that it was a leap year. That'd be a, that'd be a spin zone. Okay, so why don't we why don't we go? Anything else before we go? Uh, Silvio definitely died in Sopranos. He never woke up from the coma. Oh yeah. Well, as as someone asked about uh, how Sopranos ended, I don't yeah. know what I know. You got to watch uh, the Sopranos. I've never watched it. Uh, Kylie Welker's going to be coming up, so you guys can flip over to Flow Wrestling to watch her. Yes, which you were already sort of on, unless you're on, like, Facebook or YouTube, in which case you're close. You're freaking close. FlowWrestling.org, and you'll see it. Junior Hey, I'm I'm on a family vacation next week. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I told you. I gave you my email schedule. (laughs) I know. Sandy Point Point Disc Golf Ranch, baby. Let's go. Family to go to a disc golf ranch for the family vacation. Have fun, buddy. Poor kids. Poor Ozzy Man Strong boy. All he wants to do is play with dump trucks, probably, but he's going to be on a disc golf course. No, there's a beach there also. He'll be playing sand all day long. He'll probably be fighting sharks 
He'll come up and he'll, he'll have his first uh, caught fish with his bare hands. That'll be exciting. We'll have a good show tomorrow. Might have or next week. Might have some uh, special uh, guest on there. I don't want to tease it. Uh, I know I'm going to tease it, but I'm not going to say who uh, because it might not happen. There's no way to know for sure. There's literally no way to know. Have a great weekend. Go USA. Please watch Junior Worlds. Goodbye.